You are listening to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast, and this is episode number 42. This episode is brought to you by the Visionary Journal. The Visionary Journal is a day planner with a vision, encompassing everything you need to successfully achieve your goals. It seamlessly blends goal setting, visualization, planning your day-to-day, and regular review to help you get from idea to done. Learn more about the Visionary Journal by visiting visionaryjournal.co. This episode is also brought to you by my book, The Fear Guide. Silence your fear and take action. If the chorus of fear is regularly singing you out of your dreams, you need to grab this short read jam-packed with exercises that will help you quiet your fear long enough to take the next small step. So you can grab a copy or download it by visiting thefearguide.com. Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the course of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chasers. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I am your host, Monique Malcolm, and the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast is a show for creatives and side hustlers. With my goal being to expand the limits of what you think is possible when it comes to making a living through our creative work. And today, it's just me on the microphone. I have another solo show for you. Actually, the remainder of the shows for this year are going to be solo episodes. So I'm done interviewing people and I'm just kind of wrapping things up, wrapping the year up. And I'm going to be doing a series on how to get started planning for next year, but that's soon to come. For today, I want to talk about surviving the holidays and really how to maintain your productivity and reduce your stress levels while also still enjoying the holidays. Because let's face it, the holiday season can be really, really rough. I know personally, I start feeling a shift in my energy around October and I start getting these feelings like I don't want to do this. I feel foggy. I feel tired. I don't want to do some of the work that I'm usually so excited to complete podcasts, interviews, all those things. I just start feeling like, oh, oh, I just don't want to do them. And I just think other people feel this way. And I know by the time November rolls around, I'm just ready to tap out. And I always end up pushing through those feelings and trying to keep the same pace that I had all year through December. And when I do that, it just leaves me exhausted. And I feel burnt out once January rolls around. And then this leads into this guilty feeling about not starting the year with a bang and not having any goals and not being prepared. And it's a crazy, vicious cycle. And I bet I'm not the only person that experiences this. Unfortunately, a lot of the messaging in our creative circles and amongst creative business owners really revolves around this idea of a holiday hustle. And it's like all they're talking about is getting ready for holiday sales. Do you have your Black Friday stuff ready? You got to be pushing Black Friday because it's the time of year when people are buying and you got to make all your money. And I'm making all of this, you know, uh, three months worth of sales in this one weekend. Hustle, hustle, hustle until the end of the year. If that messaging isn't enough, you start seeing these really thinly veiled shady quote posts on Instagram Like they're masquerading as helpful advice about how you can prepare for holiday sales, but it's really like, if you ain't already prepared yet, you might as well sit down because you're not going to make anything, which honestly is not very helpful. You know, that's not the exact quote on the post, but you know what I mean. And it just, I mean, I get it. 
I get it. We have to make sales. That advice makes practical sense. It's not crazy advice. We need to strike while the iron is hot and while sales are rolling in and while people are opening their wallets to us, the whole nine. It makes total and complete sense. But what if we took a slightly different approach? What if we listened to our own internal cues, our own internal tiredness, and just aim to have a productive and low-stress holiday season? Still, we can make sales, but really kind of tuning in and not focusing so hard on these external measurements. This is the Christmas gift that I want for myself. So I've been intentionally planning to make this happen. And I don't care what the marketers say, I'll still make money, but I plan to avoid burnout in the process. And this is how I am planning on surviving the holidays while maintaining my productivity and my sanity. And I wanted to share these tips with you because I think some of you would benefit from them as well. So let's dive in because I have seven tips, seven tips for how you can have, how you can survive the holidays while maintaining your productivity and feeling sane come January. So tip number one is to carve white space in your calendar. So I want you to look at the calendar, how much time is left in the year and actually plan in some downtime. Don't fill your days with endless work. Block off time in your calendar and leave it unfilled. In my calendar, I've made room to go on vacation with my family for Thanksgiving. This is a huge deal, you guys. I've never gone on a vacation with my entire family. I'm talking about my grandmother, my uncle, my cousins, my siblings. We're all taking a Thanksgiving cruise together and I am ecstatic. This has been on my goal list for at least the last few years to take a family vacation and we're finally doing it and I'm so proud of us for getting it all together and for everybody paying their money on time. Please don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. There's always like that one person that's like, oh, I don't have it. And it's like, but we've been planning this for six months. What do you mean? So we are taking a Thanksgiving cruise and so I've, I blocked off that time. I will not be doing any work and it's going to be Black Friday happening. I'm going to be on vacation. I have my Black Friday plan, a deal together. It's going to be good. I have my emails ready and a few auto posts go out and I'm just letting it be. And that can be fine. This is what I'm talking about, carving out white space in your calendar. So you don't have to have a vacation plan to take advantage of this. You can put white space on your calendar and just use it as buffer time so that you can move at a slightly slower and much less hectic pace. So that way, you know, if you fall behind, you can feel confident knowing that you can make it up without the consequences. And I think that still sounds pretty dang good. So number two, put together an end of year editorial calendar and batch create that content. Nothing alleviates hustlers guilt like knowing your business is still rolling along and putting out content, even when you've mentally clocked out. So go ahead and start putting together an end of the year holiday calendar of content that you want to put out. What I've done personally is I filled it with things like upcoming sales. I know I want to participate in Black Friday. I have a birthday sale that I want to do. Newsletters, blog posts, social media updates, podcasts, get really specific. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I'm only doing solo shows for the remainder of the year. I have six episodes 
planned in my content calendar that I am batch recording over the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to have social media updates and and newsletters that go along with those, along with my sales emails. And that's it. Like, I know I need to get these six podcast episodes done and the corresponding content. And that is it. So for you, you might want to think about how many podcast episodes or blog posts do you need to create for the rest of this year? How many newsletters do you need? When will you announce sales? What kind of conversation do you want to create on social media? Get an accurate count and then start batch creating those things. Once you've done batch creating and you can just, you know, break these up in little sections, start scheduling anything that you've batch created so that it can auto post and then free your mind of having to think about that content. That's one less thing that is going to be on your mind while the holidays are happening. Number three, unplug from social media. And I know somebody probably like deep side, like there she goes talking about social media again and how she just can't stand it. (laughs) I'm not going to stand on this soapbox for too long, but countless studies have showed that being constantly plugged into social media does have negative effects on us. And if you want to go into the new year feeling more free, like you have more room, more mental energy, take some time off, take a day take a week. The length of time is really up to you. I just want to encourage you to unplug yourself from the social matrix for just a little bit. Give your brain some white space. Number four, reinforce your mindfulness or your stress-reducing habits. So if you are a journaler, a meditator, somebody who just needs to sit for a few minutes and breathe, Let those things be like your unofficial mantra for the holiday season, like journal, 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 or meditate, 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 breathe, 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 whatever. Because when things get crazy, it's so easy for us to drop the ball on our really good habits or the things that really help us manage stress and maintain our sanity. I know when I tend to get stressed, that's when I will skip out on things like spin class at the gym which is the total opposite of what I need to be doing. I need to go to all the spin classes I can go to because they keep me centered and they keep me sane when things are tight or things are tense. But I definitely feel a difference in my stress levels when I consciously don't go because I'm stressed. It's like the cycle that keeps on going and feeding itself more and more stress. So don't do that. If you have good habits that keep you balanced and centered, make sure you make time for those. Don't let them go drop the ball somewhere else, like drop the ball on TV or drop the ball on cooking a home cooked meal for your family and let the kids eat cereal or let your husband have a sandwich or you eat a sandwich. I don't know, make a a pot pie or something, (laughs) but do not drop the ball on your mindfulness. Continue with your journaling, continue with your meditating Continue with your breathing, your exercising, whatever it is. Don't stop that. Continue to do that throughout the holidays. Number five, and this one is my favorite, make time for play. I know this is like contrary to what every single marketing guru is saying, but go to your company's holiday party. Attend your nephew's winter concert. Volunteer to bake pies with your mom. 
Whatever you do, do not succumb to the pressure of hustler's guilt and feel bad about taking time away during the busy season. Okay, this is for your own health and sanity. Just don't do that. All work and no play is the exact recipe for burnout. If you want to be burnt out, then don't play at all because that's what you're going to get. And I don't want that for you. I want you to have a good holiday season. So figure out, you know, some fun things that you can do. Enjoy it. Spend time with your family. If you live in a place that it snows, go outside and see the snow. I I feel like I romanticize snow because I live in Florida and it's just always kind of warm. And so I realized that people who live up north in snowy places don't find snow as exciting <laughs> during the winter time as I do. But whatever it is, you know, get your hot cocoa and your snuggly socks and a blanket and curl up and watch a movie. Like just, just make time for play. Don't spend all of your time just trying to get these holiday sales because I'm telling you, when January rolls around, you're going to be, you're going to feel differently. Just trust me. Number six, start planning ahead. So this is another thing that causes me so much stress come January because I've pushed myself so hard on end of the year goals, whatever I didn't finish, trying to get sales. It's planner season. So there's just this insane mental push in my mind that like, you just need to be focused on selling planners and selling as many as you can and getting them out there. And yes, I mean, that's not wrong and I get it. I, I understand where the that comes from, but because I do that, I focus so much on wrapping up that year. I never give myself enough time to really think about next year and what I want for next year and how I want to start the year what I, you know, just really giving myself time to decompress from everything that happened in the current year and then give myself space to dream a bigger dream for the next year. It just doesn't happen. So this year I've been super intentional and super mindful about thinking about like, how do I want January to feel when I get there? What are some things that I want to have ready to go January, February? What are some things I want to do Q1 of next year. I've already started laying that out. I have a content plan for January already written down and I just need to record those things. I have ideas for things that I want to launch or what's going to come up. Like I've already started laying some foundation. This is not like heavy duty planning every single thing. I just started laying out like just a nice little framework for what I think January, February, March can shape up to be in what I think should be coming down the pipeline. And once we get closer to the end of the year, I'll start fleshing that out even more. But for now, it just feels good to be dreaming and scheming and thinking about those things. And I've already started putting together a vision board. So I definitely suggest that you do that. And that is something else that's coming down the pipeline. Content-wise, I want to talk about vision boards and my thoughts about vision boards. And I've already started creating the vision board in my divisionary journal. So I've already done um, my success pages. I've done pages about fitness goals and happiness. So I, I feel like I'm ahead of the game because uh, the two, no, three major sections of my vision board are done in my, in my visionary journal. So that's really exciting. And then finally, here's the big one. Cut your expectations 
in half or suspend them all together. So I am actively working on unlearning all of the well-meaning yet poor advice that I have received over the years about success and achievement because all it has done is really serve as fuel for my perfectionism and feelings of not being enough or not being good enough because it just seems like this time of year we're just so focused on if you're if you sell sell things if you sell things we're just so focused on oh you have to hit this number you have to hit this goal i have to get the maximum amount of sales for black friday and i got to launch the course and have like the biggest six figure launch ever and there's just all these messages about what makes a year successful and what makes you successful And I am cutting my expectations back by 50%. I looked at the goals that I wanted to try to cram in, let's be honest, cram in before the end of the year and just decided, no, that's not actually what I want. I want my holiday season to feel good. I want ease. I want time with my family because you guys, I have a 14 year old, 14, which means we only have a few more years of waking up on Christmas and there's a kid in the house and I want to spend time with my sister and her kids and my brother and his kid. And I just want to spend as much time as possible with the people that I love. And I don't want to spend that time with them, checking my phone, checking my email, scrolling social media. Like I just don't want that. And I want to do whatever I can to make myself feel okay about that. And one of the ways I'm doing that is by cutting my expectations. Instead of trying to hit X goal, maybe I'm just trying to hit half of that. And really learning to be okay with that and sit with that. Because I don't want sales numbers to be the biggest metric that I measure for what a successful year looks like. That's not why I started a business. That's not why I do the work that I do. I do the work that I do because I want time to spend with my family and I want time to be able to bake cookies with my nieces and I want time to just hang out and laugh and tell jokes with my brother and sister. Like I don't want to spend all of that time just trying to work or or trying to lug my laptop to family gathering. So I'm not doing that this year. Even more so, I am putting in extra effort on things that are really important, like the work that really needs to get done, so that I can actually spend a week off this Christmas. Like that is the goal, to have an entire week after Christmas is done so that I can just do nothing, that I can sit and do things that I like, color, do my vision board, think about how amazing I want the next year to be and just hang out so that I will start the new year fresh. And the best way I can think of doing that is by really reducing my expectations and not getting myself caught up in all of these numbers and things that all of the internet gurus and thought leaders and marketers say that we need to do. So that's it, you guys. Those are my seven ways that I have been intentionally planning on having a low stress and productive holiday season and really just getting through the holiday season 
without losing my mind and without feeling the pressure to do all of the things. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that some of you will take some of those tips and apply them to your own businesses, your own side hustles. And I really hope that you're able to enjoy the holidays and get into next year feeling fresh and renewed. So there's that. Last but not least, I would love if you would share this episode. I'm trying to be more intentional about asking for what I want. And I would want you to share this episode or any of episodes, your favorite episode, share your favorite episode with somebody. Share it in your Insta stories, share it on Twitter, post it on Facebook, share with a friend, whatever, share it. And then once you are done sharing it, please leave me a review. Uh, It's most beneficial if you do it in iTunes because that is the largest podcast directory out there so far, Apple Podcasts. So if you have the Apple Podcast app and when you search for my show name and you click into it, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you'll see where it's five-star reviews. Leave me a review. Um, If you cannot do it from the app and you listen in iTunes directly, you can do it from there. But leave me a review. Let me know what you think about the show. Let me know how I'm doing. Share, share, share. I'm going to continue asking this because I want you to do this because it's important. And um, yeah, that's all I have for this episode. So until next week, you guys go out there and pimp your brilliance.